I'm going to preach today's gospel, today's homily uh, right now, so that you have a bit of a context for the first reading when you hear it. The first reading, we uh, find ourselves in the middle of the story of Joseph, which is a wonderful story in the Old Testament. And it's worth actually you going back uh, in your own time and reading the whole story because it's a beautiful story of, of forgiveness and of, of providence. The story is Joseph is uh, the second to youngest, ends up being the second to youngest son of Jacob, and he's a favored son of Jacob. He's also blessed by God the Father. He has a good relationship with his, with his biological father and a good relationship with God the, the Father. Uh, and his brothers, Joseph's brothers, are so jealous of him that they harass him and sort of torture him and ultimately sell him into slavery in Egypt. Uh, and he ends up a slave in Egypt uh, and also a prisoner in Egypt. But he finds favor with the Pharaoh and ultimately ends up the equivalent of the prime minister of Egypt. He's, he's basically the ruler of Egypt. And so he's the ruler of the, the, the wealthiest and most powerful nation in the world. When a famine comes and Joseph's brothers end up going to Egypt to beg for food because the tribe is starving to death in Israel. And they find themselves unwittingly asking the brother that they sold to slavery for a donation for food. They don't know that they're talking to their brother. Their brother, uh, Joseph, does a series of tests to see if they've matured enough for him to reconcile with them. And when he determines that they are indeed mature enough to do this, that they've grown and they, they've become loving men as opposed to when they sold them to slavery, once he determines that they're loving enough to reconcile with, then he, he becomes incredibly loving, generous. He reconciles, he embraces and weeps in the arms of his brothers and, and he and he. He lavishes them with gifts and takes care of of Joseph's uh, of of the whole tribe of Jacob. I think the lesson here is this: Joseph was terribly abused, terribly wounded by his brothers, and yet once he found himself with the upper hand, he was indulgent towards his brothers. He was generous and indulgent, and and. All of us, every single one of us, probably have little wounds, don't we, from the past? Little wounds of one person or another person intentionally, unintentionally hurting us, wounding us. And we can probably go back, all the way back, and think of one or two or maybe several people who have wounded us in the past. Sometimes even big wounds. Huh? And, and if you feel blessed today, then like Joseph, you can be indulgent towards them. If no other way, just through your prayers, just through your prayers, you can just pray a prayer for them. Think of a person who's wounded you in the past and pray a prayer of joy, of optimism. Ask the Lord to bless that person abundantly. And if you do that, you'll be following in the footsteps of Joseph. A reading from the book of Genesis. When hunger came to be felt throughout the land of Egypt, 
and the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Pharaoh directed all the Egyptians to go to Joseph and do whatever he told them. When the famine had spread throughout the land, Joseph opened all the cities that had grain and rationed it to the Egyptians since the famine had gripped the land of Egypt. In fact, all the world came to Joseph to obtain rations of grain, for famine had gripped the whole world. The sons of Israel were among those who came to procure rations. It was Joseph, as governor of the country, who dispensed the, ration, sorry, the rations to all the people. When Joseph's brothers came and knelt before him with their faces to the ground, he recognized them as soon as he saw them. But Joseph concealed his own identity from them and spoke sternly to them. With that, he looked them up and locked them up in the guardhouse for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to his brothers, Do this and you shall live, for I am a God-fearing man. If you have been honest, only one of your brothers need be confined in this prison, while the rest of you may go and take home provisions for your starving families. But you must come back to me with your youngest brother, with your youngest brother. Your words will thus be verified and you will not die. To this they agreed. To one another, however, they said, Alas, we are being punished because of our brother. We saw the anguish of his heart when he pleaded with us, yet we paid no heed. That is why this anguish has now come upon us. Reuben broke in, Did I not tell you to do wrong, to, not to do wrong to the boy? But you would not listen. Now comes the reckoning for his blood. The brothers did not know, of course, that Joseph understood what they said, since he spoke with them through an interpreter. But turning away from them, he wept. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.